Congratulations, Daddy. Oh, you must be so proud. A 198-pound bouncing baby adult Negro. Boy, they grow up so fast. What's up, Lil Chitlins? Welcome back to the Boondocks Podcast. Today we're discussing Season 3, Episode 10, The Story of Lando Freeman, in which there's a new handyman in the neighborhood undercutting Uncle Ruckus, which is all good for Granddad in his garden, until the man claims to be his long-lost son, Lando. Will Granddad take responsibility and be the father and be a father to his child? But first... <laughs> How y'all? Hi. Hey. <laughs> <sighs> I'm back in, in drizzly, dreary Seattle from beautiful Hawaii, which, by the way, when it rains there, it's really fucking weird. Uh. <laughs> it's beautiful, though. There's usually so many rainbows after. Oh, man. Like, we literally could watch the storms roll in and then, like, roll out. Like, you could you could see the demarcation point. <laughs> Amazing. It was so, so weird. Did you guys get a, well, I know here we got pounded. It literally rained for 27 hours straight. Pounded in the best, second best way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that. I like that. I like that. Uh, that sounds like the beginning of a Chuck, Chuck Tingle, Tingle novel. Yes, that's exactly uh, what I was thinking. Welcome to the Boondocks podcast. <laughs> Where yeah, we are pounded for 27 hours. I, not- <laughs> I mean, yeah, I that would hurt a little bit. You know, bitch. But, uh, no. Uh, <laughs> it it was bad here. Like I don't know how long it lasted. We had like really terrible rain. The was it was that that wasn't the night I got back. It was the night or was that Saturday night? Jesus, today's so. Um, yeah, I'm, I've I've lost all meaning of time. I got back. I took the red eye out of uh, out of Hawaii at like on Friday night. So I got back on Saturday morning. Yeah. There was, a, there was a big storm last night that hit during the game. But that wasn't, that was but, the second half of the storm. Yeah. But, well, uh, we didn't even get it yesterday. And then I know that it, it also hit at, uh, the, the 40, it was the 49ers game, uh, was, was hit pretty bad. That was the Sunday night game, I think. Yeah. So yeah, Sunday well, night and Monday night, started. We, we were just a little behind, I think then like half yeah. a day. It started yeah. here at 11 o'clock. It was big. And it kept going until 11 o'clock Saturday. Yeah. Yeah. And then it went to, yeah, Monday morning. Like, Hubby was putting on his shirt to get ready to go, you know, to work. And he was like, I don't understand mm. why we don't have rainy day, day, snow day. Um, and I was like, I agree. Yeah. Because it was bad. It was bad. Like, he was going to walk across the street. And I was like, I think you should drive. He's on, babe. I'm going to walk across the street. I was like, it's so rainy. I'm not going to drive, but yeah, it, you would have. I'm not, I'm not here for it. I didn't ask for it. Um, we are used to our Indian summers. Like I am used to pulling out something that looks like a coat. I'm not a big coat wearer, but you know, close to Thanksgiving. No, not this year. El Nino. I, was you know, 
the last few years, actually, in my in my Facebook memories, apparently in the last few years, it started freezing around this time of the year in Seattle. Like oh, I yeah, think no, we, I think it was a false one though, like a false winter, because then it would like warm up again for a little mm-hmm. bit, um, yeah. and then freeze again. But like around now is when the false cold really starts to. We can't really tell because we don't have a change in like, you know, the the leaves and colors like, you know, other parts of the country Mm. (laughs) where they actually see, you know, the change between the weather and the seasons. And don't get me wrong. I don't want it. Um, I live in California. So (laughs) universe don't start, you know, and us going to fall in like August. I don't know. It's fall is gorgeous here. I will absolutely say that. Even with the rain and the windstorms and you know all of the shit, like we've got um, oak trees everywhere. So you've got those those color changing from you know green to that reddish brown and everything mm-hmm. in between, and that's just so fucking pretty. Yeah, we um, don't get that. All of a sudden one day we're like, uh, oh wait, there's no more leaves on the trees. Uh, like literally. <laughs> they like go, that's- yeah, <laughs> unless you go up to Apple Hill, which is such a Wahite thing. Um, a what thing? Wahite. Oh, yeah. I, I got it the second time. Wahite. <laughs> um, yes. I like that. I like that better. I say YP. Why people? My, my, um, I call her my sister, but she calls him. She says beige. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she says the beige people. I was like... <laughs> The pink. Uh, we can do that because you know. <laughs> right, we could, I like that. <laughs> you we can talk about it. the pink people. Yeah, on borderline, y'all. We can talk like, about the pink people too. So, <laughs> hey, we talk like we talk about the brown people. We were watching Judge Mathis earlier. I was like, babe, if you do not get your people, please tell your cousins to get <laughs> off of Judge Mathis. Um, yeah, we do that, and we do it to our our Australian friend who is clearly white. And we tell him all the time, we'll be like, get your people. He goes, wait, so it's white people and black people, my people? We're like, yeah, yeah, yep. Your people, not mine. Sure. That's how it goes. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's, uh, I'm not ready for, I'm not, I'm not ready. Like, I feel like we just got into 2021 and 2022. Uh, yeah, we're, our, our closing date on our house is December 15th, 2021. So yeah. Oh, I, wow. <laughs> We are closing out the year in a new house. <laughs> yes. We're going to manifest an awesome crossed. one for you. The right an awesome house. We're going to manifest yes. an easy. Yes. Like we're literally like if it if you are out there and you are listening and you are in Portland and you have a four bedroom, two bedroom or two bath house, uh, especially if it has a wraparound porch and maybe a nice yard. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we're looking right now on and we're, some we are, we're put some um, money down on it <laughs> give you a deal close on the uh, same day uh, <laughs> let's make it happen oh, put it out to the universe right yep my mom says manifest it maybe we'll see <laughs> I'm not good I'm not good at being optimistic enough to manifest things in my life we'll do it for you I hope <laughs> I appreciate it. Definitely. I'm sure nope. Dean will too, because then he'll be able to move without caring. As long as you mm-hmm. get the kitchen of your dreams, right, baby? As long as I can fit more than myself in the kitchen. Right. As mm-hmm. long as you get the kitchen of your dreams. Bigger than the one we have now is, <laughs> is the kitchen of your dreams. Yeah, we went from our last place to this place like 
a huge kitchen that was like open concept to That's kind of a what, galley. Yeah. And I'm like, oh. when we are all down there, I'm like, you guys got to move. We, we, we can't. This is not going to Yeah. Ours is a weird L shape. People whose kitchen's outside next to the freeway right now. So very happy. Um, But yeah, I cannot wait to, you know, till we start designing our modular home because I definitely want a farmhouse kitchen. Full show. You want all day. Big old farmhouse kitchen. Mm -hmm. I realized in looking that that's what kind of like designed it. Like I never thought I would, but I'm like, yeah. He wants like a chef's kitchen, really. Yeah. Big, open, but also like, I don't know, what you what do you call it? It had the island with the thing in, mm-hmm. in the, the yep. oven and the... Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It's, it's all stuff that I don't know. I don't, <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm, I, I care about other parts of the house and he cares about the kitchen. So well, all I want is the kitchen and I want a... I haven't had a big soaking in bathtub since we left our last place to Ball, what is it called? Closet. Oh, you don't like the closet. I hate oh, yeah. those tubs. I every every one I say, I'm gonna, we're gonna rip that out. That's going. So if we buy one with a claw tub, we'll uh, we'll rip it out and hold it for you. Thank you. Yeah, appreciate it. <laughs> You're like it's in the yard. When you come visit, you can right. go ahead and take it back. All you want. <laughs> we took three well, claw foot tubs out of here. Come grab answer. one. That's true. We did take we did take one out of here, but no, it wasn't a claw foot. No, it was just heavy as fuck. Leadline? No, I love sorry. those. Reminds me of just like the, I don't know. I think it reminds me of like an 80s movie or something. I don't know. Well, yeah, that's... like the the kitchen in the Fresh Prince of Bel Air. That would be like Dean's dream, I think. Uh-huh. Somewhere where you know you could sit down and, and eat if you wanted to while cooking was happening, or you can sit somewhere nearby, like so you can like visit with people in that room. Yeah. You know, yeah. like have a house party or invite family over for Christmas one day when he's grandpa, and be able to like cook a big <laughs> like Thanksgiving dinner or something, and still be and a part be, of like, everything. Cut off everything. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I so feel I get it, and it makes me I excited because I it means that I get to have a you know big family dinners again when <laughs> yeah. When we're back to norm. Well, you know, and in the future, future, because my 20, almost 22 year old stepdaughter does not need to have any babies anytime soon. And my Mm-mm. 18 year old stepson does not need to be having any babies anytime soon. So not, not soon. Yeah, but. that's what I told her. I meant, <laughs> I meant to, oh, it was my son's birthday yesterday. He's 24. Aww. Happy birthday. To Happy my birthday. Um, when we were down in LA last week, I met him. Well, I knew him, but. He came and met us um, with his girlfriend and it was my first time meeting her. Um, and she was so nervous. She's like, people's moms haven't liked me before. And I just, I, I immediately picked up on her energy. I think she's, you know, sweet. I know he loves her. She dotes on him. Um, you know, and I was like, look, let me tell you, I'm cool. Okay. So you're, you're, I was like, ask him. He can tell you what are the things that would make me not like. Um, and I was like, and I do so far. She was, she was so nervous. It was so funny. And, she got, they got there um, when our real, our best friends from college, hubby's um, frat brother, they got there first and they were talking to him and they all scared her. Like, he, oh, I call him my little bro, Jaw. He was like, oh, you haven't met Tiffany yet? Oh, oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> and I was like, why are you scaring that girl like that? Was, he's like, you're mean to everybody. I was like, no, I was mean to girls that you guys messed with. Completely <laughs> different. Yeah. 
then that night got into a whole discussion with all the brothers about how much of a hater I was. And I was like, I wasn't a hater. I just didn't like the bitches you guys tried to have around. No one was good enough for your boys. I get it. And and that. I'm like, just because I was people. Her friends were good enough. (laughs) Yeah. It was just the ones that weren't like the ones she brought around. Uh, Well, they were annoying. And I just. You know, don't try to like be my friend because you know that I'm cool with all the brothers. Like, if you want to fuck a brother, fuck a brother. Like, I have nothing oh, to do. Oh yeah, with- I yeah. Don't don't be don't be nice to me just because you think it's going to ingratiate me to to that something. Part, like yes. that's yeah. I don't like fakeness. That's bullshit. I can't stand that. And then I'm also yeah. seeing how much of a you know. Okay, I don't want to I don't want to slut shame, but they were being horse. So I'm sorry that I was able to peep that you were. I don't want to slut shame as I proceed to slut shame. Right. But thank you. Thank you. Thank you. They I'm sorry I didn't say it. It was different. I've been a warm. I've, you know, I've had my fun too. But they were messy. I, I, I have no problem with sluts. And then, be as slutty yeah. as you want to. Everybody out there, be slutty. Nothing wrong don't with be, or be, be messy Or be enough. not slutty if that's your thing. Just do your thing. Don't worry hey. about it. Because nobody fucking cares. And if someone nope, calls nope. you a bad word, just... Just, just be honest. Yeah. Honest. Like, look, honesty and consent. Look, I can definitely point out times in my life that I was probably like, ooh, you know? Um, but I'm I own that, yeah. And I am now. But oh, yeah. like I said, I wasn't a sloppy, freaking silly one either. Like you can't be sloppy, silly, slutty. You can't be all three. Three S's. So very sweet. Well, and we had we had Delta, Delta, Delta. You know, oh man. Um. Yeah, that and all those spells tried Dale. Yeah. They and they fit For you. They fit it. I don't know if you guys know about Tridel, but nope. yeah. So any 80s movies, any movie where there's where there's uh, Delta, Delta Delta's like I said, wasn't that here, Revenge help, of the help, Nerds? Help, yeah. Was that that one? Yeah. Yes. Uh, but I then there was Delta. They they couldn't use their same names, but the Lambda 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 Jefferson was the nerd from, one. Uh, what you call it? His girlfriend was supposed to be like a, a tridel the one who was in the moon room yeah alpha people say anything i mean i could not have a daughter and then send her to college and then be like go ahead and go through the process of any of these seven sororities where they're all known to be very yeah. sexually liberated there is nothing wrong with being sexually liberated, but preying no. on incoming freshmen is a gross thing that absolutely happens at every fucking oh, year. Yeah. Fucking well, yeah. gross. Fresh meat? For sure. So gross. Speaking of preying on. And usually men, men, you seen, gross. <laughs> have you seen that uh, African dude with the Tesla that says that he felt he feels for R. Kelly and then proceeds to tell on himself how he messed he has had sexual encounters with minors and girls in high school. What? Oh, God. And then blames it on their parents. Yes. Yes. You guys have to see it. Like, he literally made a video and was like, you know, I I can understand R. Kelly. And let me tell you why. Um, And then proceeds to talk about how he would put out um, Craigslist ads. And then all the responses that he would get would be from young girls. And he proceeds to be like, but I didn't talk to him. And then, in the same breath, it's like, well, there was this one who was 17 and she had the perkiest tits. And then proceeded to tell on himself but then was like there's no statute he says that he would go check their facebook or their social media 
And if they had a whole bunch of pictures with their parents and their family, then he wouldn't talk to them. But if they had pictures by themselves and their friends, then that means their parents weren't that involved. So it would be okay. Yeah. We were like, be okay. you know, you're the definition Ooh. of a predator, yeah. right? right? You're literally trying to oh find people to pray. And so he's gone viral. Like not. And his biggest thing is, I'm not, it's not going to go viral, viral. It only has 5,000 views. And we're like, wait, mm. what are you doing this for? But another podcaster pick, um, picked up on it and had him on. And this podcaster is part of like the manosphere. Kind of like, men, we're going to teach you how to be men and blah, 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 blah. Um, and they're roasting this dude. Like one dude, like, you're all cap. You are ridiculous. I have a daughter. Like, what are you talking about? And he tried to, tri- tried to flip it and go, it was a, it was a social media experience. Sure. Experiment. Yeah, I'm sorry. I wanted to see. And we're like, oh, my God, dude. Like you, it's really sad what people will do. And he's a grown ass man. Like grown ass man. He should have like an IRA that's almost completed. Like he like old as fuck. Like he maybe get an A or RP, like sent to him pretty soon. Um but he's, that's he's, like me. he's still <laughs> going for clout. You know, he's like he's going for clout and he's you are you're telling on yourself for messing with minors on YouTube and then going on other people's platforms to then talk about it. And yeah, it's it's amazing. It's I don't know. And then did you guys hear about the godfather who's sixty who married his eighteen year old goddaughter? Oh sorry. I, I saw that one. But did I didn't you see that one? I didn't watch though. I just saw oh, it on Lynn, my YouTube feed and was I'm like, I'm gonna need you to watch it. Because she <laughs> is there is no way. She is so dumb and eighteen and already has a child. And I was like, Oh god, don't bring another one. I'm sorry, but she was your goddaughter before she was 18. That means that you were looking at your goddaughter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, oh, yeah, oh my God. Yeah. Lindsay. If you will go. Uh, and I don't, like, part of me is like, are they doing this for once again for clout? Because there's, there's videos where the mom's arguing and, you know, telling all of it. And then the daughter and the, you know, I guess I call him husband, are doing another video calling her a crackhead and just it. First of all, black people, I thought we didn't put our business in the street. First of all. Um, but they putting it all out there. And they putting it in the street, in the universe, in the other planets. Like, they are just putting it out there. Um, so, once again, I mean, they, that's just two examples of how we've seen in the last, not even week, where people are just really wanting attention. And they're doing things that are very detrimental um, and can be, you know, even more detrimental to their lifestyles and, you know, the, their loved ones. But it's okay because they get a couple clicks. You know, they, they go on IG Live, which I wish people would say the hell off IG Live. <laughs> um, God, if you were born before 85, 90, stay off of IG Live. Like, <laughs> legit. Stop it. I don't do uh, anything live. Unless it's for a business or something. Like, unless you're doing a business and you're streaming. Like, other than that, stay your ass off there. Nobody cares that you are having steak dinner. Like, nobody cares. Um, but yeah, it's just, it's ridiculous. So, yeah, we we did say the other night, like, oh, we gotta talk about this. Um, yeah, very sad. Makes me so happy. I don't have a daughter. Oh, I mean, I I think for, uh, I mean, she's not Nat's a very independent young woman, and I fully believe that she is. Um, 
aware of all of that shit enough to not get sucked into it too much, I guess would be a good way to put it. But also, like, and this is where I feel like I'm an old lady because I don't understand the point of so much of that bullshit. Like, anything for clout, like, uh, or like, you know, influencers or all of that. None of that makes fucking sense to me. And I know that that is a big part of just stuff now. So I just accept it that I'm old and crotchety and I don't know shit about it. I mean, it's (laughs) not on all platforms though. You have to, like, I will say that TikTok is definitely less, um, less uh, mean, um, less, less toxic because you have a lot of people that are doing, you know, hats and, and showing you how to, you know, make cheesy ramen, and oh, it, you know, it's got some really to... terrible shit. Like, I don't know. It does. Have you been watching? The... I just don't think it's as prevalent as like you go on Twitter and ha- you go oh, down your timeline. Have and you're you have you been watching the news lately with all of the stuff that's come out, of, like social media company executives like yeah. testifying to Congress? Yeah, yeah. like there are but different things. The market, there yeah. was there was the one thing about Facebook about um a, a new a newly created account. Uh, like made its way to right wing media within two days. It was kind of the same thing on TikTok. Like people yeah. have done experiments, and it doesn't matter if you you don't need to outright say white supremacy or racism or anything like that. But if you are just even slightly right wing, you are going to find your way to mm-hmm. Nazi mm-hmm. propaganda and all of that yeah. shit on TikTok. So it's all fucking it's toxic. too readily available. Yeah, um, yeah. We make sure, like my youngest one, you know, he is the that boy is definitely going to create an app or do something. Like he's just so well versed. But we have to make sure, you know, when he's on TikTok, and I was like, you can create a TikTok, but I don't want to see you onto anything. But you know, your anime guys or your your gamer or whatever. Um, you know, he doesn't even like do any of the dances and stuff. That's what I was all juiced about when I first started. You know, TikTok. I was like, all right, babe, what's what we gonna do? He's all, None. That was the reason I didn't do it at first. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh, is Absolutely it all just dancing? Not. I can't dance. <laughs> yeah, he's like, I'm not doing that. Um, and the one time I called him, he was working, and I had, it was, uh, the sound was, who that is? That's just my baby daddy. And I hate that normally. Mm-hmm. I hate when people say my baby daddy, but I was trying to get him, and he wouldn't. So I had to sneak, sneak, sneak it down. And she still didn't get me. <laughs> um, I think it's. I think it's unfortunate that people keep using the, the First Amendment and free speech to say whatever they want to on mm-hmm. social media. That, like, that's kind of where it's now become messed up is because people are so empowered because they're commenting from behind a computer screen and not actually face-to-face with somebody that they'll say whatever. And then you have uh, educationally challenged people who then come across these things and decide to regurgitate them but out in public in front of other people and then you think it's okay it's like people what are, what are we talking about? like just just because you have free speech you should still know the difference between right and wrong there is a such thing as hate speech you shouldn't be saying anything hateful and at some point can y'all start to think it. for yourself yeah, and decide, like, stop like, that's just what you learned in kindergarten grouping. in preschool i feel like you know i believe that there are you know there there's a uh, alternate life forms and aliens and i think they are looking at us like we are not they are not ready for us these fools are idiots yeah if, they, if there are like, I think they if there is extraterrestrial yeah, intelligence they, that, they definitely know, they think the we're, yeah they're just we are like, the we are not gonna we they're not ready for us. i heard a joke oh. that we are the planet that aliens lock their doors when they fly by uh, yeah like <laughs> legit legit 
like it's like when you're college when your kid goes oh i'm going here for spring break and it's like no you're not <laughs> like no the hell you are not going to, to earth uh, like tijuana it's come out that the uh, a lot of the people that coordinated what happened on january 6th actually met with senators and mm-hmm. people beforehand to coordinate it and oh, they yeah. actually talked about it and and told them there's like a party. list of people now that are you know they're supposed to be investigated for yeah josh Hawley, uh, madison yeah. cawthorn mtg yeah. and bobert i know we're all that, involved that weird lady who Fuck says her. a bunch of yeah, weird stuff. Every time you say MTG, I think Magic the Gathering. Yeah. I know, but it's Marjorie <laughs> Taylor Green. Taylor Green. Marjorie Taylor yeah, Green. Yeah, she's the crazy. blonde one. Crazy. She is well, she crazy. and Bo- Bobert are both crazy. fucking. They're both crazy. Absolutely yeah. fucking I'm, I'm, Q nuts. Ugh, I, sh- I hate using the word crazy because I try really hard not to use terms that could yeah, be but they are. clinical. Like that, but like there is something, they're, they're, they're there something. is a disconnect with reality they're for sure. Huge. Huge. Like, we just saw that, I guess, I didn't follow QAnon before. But I guess whoever Q is, he hasn't actually even made a statement or like a proclamation in over a year. But these people are still just following him. Mm-hmm. They're and, still following whatever he like said a year, that, ago, like yeah. over a year ago. And stuff that he said would come out, you know, a year ago or two years ago or whatever. Nothing's there, there's nothing. There's nothing. What trips me out is evangelical pastors. Uh, that doesn't are, trip me out. You know, they just want out. the money. Love my vice news. But they are some of the most staunch believers in all this shit. Like they're not believers. One. No, those those are people who know they, they can believe, make a fucking buck. They believe in the QAnon stuff. Yeah, I don't even. Yeah. I don't even believe that the evangelical pastors actually believe it. I think they I'm just gonna, use I'm the send rhetoric. You a clip. This one guy. Well, one. Okay, I'm gonna give it to you because his his congregation went from like 150 to. 1500 that's why since he's been like bringing in more people yeah mm-hmm. yeah and since he's been talking about you know um the you know eating babies i i don't understand Jesus. why you guys would believe that anybody's eating children come on but um yeah, because he, it's I mean, easier to believe church. that than believe Preach that their own it. views are wrong yeah i mean i just i don't see how you wake up in the morning look in the mirror and go the way i'm thinking makes sense yep I'm good. It doesn't like, matter that my kids don't talk to me anymore and my grandkids yeah. don't talk to me anymore yeah. and people look at me like I'm fucking crazy and people call me names online. Everyone else is what's who is what's wrong. Everyone else is crazy. There's They've full compilations. We watched last week like Jesus two hours Christ. of Karen freakouts. Oh, oh my God. You oh. women. Good. There was one lady who laid down in Victoria's Secret. <laughs> laid down. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. After she tried, after she the, went after a black woman and hit her. Then she, oh my God. Yeah, I, I remember that one. Yeah. Yeah. So the, yeah, the, the hardcore right wing pastor, pastor that I've seen a lot is uh, Greg Locke. Might be and him. He, and he, that guy. Pepper. That's the one who tried he, to like oh, no, blow no, it away. Him. That's okay. Kenneth Copeland. He's like 90 years old. He's, no, he's Greg, oh, yeah. Greg Locke, he was, he was like at Sturgis. He, he wears, he, he carries a, he, he wears a gun he's, on his, he's on his holster. Yeah. He's Merkin. Okay. So he could believe that. <laughs> Yeah, Greg I mean, Locke. Like the ones that are actual evangelical pre- preachers who have been doing it for a really long time, I don't believe that they honestly believe that any of that shit is happening, but I believe that they know they can make money doing it. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, when you're somewhere like Atlanta, I remember we went there and we were like, wait a minute. So all you guys have are gun stores and churches right next to each other. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like right next to each other. So, yeah, yeah. It's, it's crazy. It's, it's yeah. Last I, little bit of YouTube. Do you guys know what Let's Go Brandon stands for? What what does? 
Let's go, Brandon. No. Mm-hmm. Oh, you guys heard that. So last week there was a dude that was at a NASCAR event. He wins the NASCAR event. I guess his name is Brandon. And the crowd starts chanting, and the reporter is like, "Oh, look, they're chanting your name." And she's like, "They're saying, let's go, Brandon." And then when you actually listen to it, everybody in the audience is saying, "Fuck Joe Biden." So now, all over thing. YouTube is yeah. whenever you act, whenever someone's saying, "Let's go, Brandon," that's code for fuck Joe Biden. <laughs> All because this news lady was like, hey, they're chanting your name right uh, now. They were like, you know, she was getting, you know, messages from the, you know, from the studio. Oh, my God. Do something. Do, we can hear that. We can hear that. Um, but, yeah, it's, it's huge. It's huge. like somebody's made a remix out of it. I've <laughs> made a song out of it. Um, I'm not surprised. Yeah. yeah. It's blown up very quickly. Five days. That's <laughs> your <So> Brandon. Um, <laughs> Yeah. I need to find that and send it to my friend Brandon. <laughs> that and Island Boy. Those are, that's what's been. Island Boy. Okay. I'm an island, island boy. Yeah, you gotta go buy tapes. No. I'm surprised you haven't seen it with how much you guys like how Dean loves TikTok. Dean, you haven't seen that? Oh, I haven't. actually I haven't been on TikTok very much lately. I've been too busy with what? with podcasting prep. He's, yeah, he's actually he he's not at capacity of podcasts, but he he's practically at capacity of podcasts. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm, I'm about the only time I go on there is when I have to upload a when I go to upload a new video for one of the podcasts. So, I mean, mostly lately it's been uploading uh, stuff for disputed because our next one is Dexter versus Hannibal, but um. Uh, uploading stuff for that, but yeah, I I I don't get on there very much anymore. Yeah, <laughs> so well, and when I was Google gone Island to, Boy, like, later. It, yeah, wow. send it to him on uh, TikTok too. <laughs> you said Dexter, and I was trying to think, what does Dexter's Laboratory have to do with Hamilton? <laughs> <laughs> Dexter Morgan. That's adorable. <laughs> <laughs> you seen it, it finally clicked. I was like, oh, <laughs> never. <laughs> Yeah. He was in such. He was like so. He was so pensive. He was sitting there <laughs> like, what are you thinking about. Oh, that's hilarious. That's adorable. That's, that's a good one. <laughs> Dan, I'm waiting for you guys to do uh, like Flintstones versus Jetson. Well, we got. I mean, we have or to. There needs to be. A, there needs to be. Or, a, there needs to be a premise. Uh, and we don't do real people. So, new kids on the block are real people. Um, no, that's <laughs> <laughs> I knew Hubby was going to say that. I knew it. According well, to could have TV boy Backstreet bands boys like uh, the, the monkeys. Well, no. So we, uh, we, we, we no. We have our, we've already got a plan to do a bracketed uh, tournament with fake bands. So like Sex oh, Bob, awesome. uh, Spinal Tap, A Mighty Wind, all those different. You know, whether it's or the the band from uh, whatever was Almost Famous. Mm-hmm. So so where it's Five either hard. where it's it's based on or either the the the. The movie is based on the fake band, or there happens to be a fake band, and like Jesse and the Rippers. That's uh, prominent yeah. in it, yeah. Yeah. Okay, I like that. So yeah, it, like, well, we got this. I don't need your. Right, they, that's <laughs> what I was, like. He's always busy now. It feels like. Yeah, the only thing I don't have is what our next one after this one's going to be because we we had a we had a good premise, but the guy who uh, so it was going to be Spawn versus John Constantine. Which uh, it's, I mean, I think okay. is, is is a really good premise. Yeah. The problem is the guy who came up who wants to do Spawn, his availability isn't the same as mine oh. and Demond. So, oh. so we're gonna have to okay. either postpone it or try to find a you know f- and find a different time. So I just have to find whatever our next one's gonna be. So 
Anywho. So yeah, the, the some kind of like um like the best glow up, like you've got Princess Leia to General Organa or you know, something like that. Someone who or went Sandy. from who had the best transformation across a series or something. Or you hmm. should do Nancy Botwin versus um Walter Although Walter oh. I know Walter White. <laughs> I, I don't, know, I don't know, know Nancy Baldwin. Uh, Is that the Baldwin weeds? weeds. Yeah. Oh, weeds. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, I never finished that did she, series. Did she kill anybody? Yes. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, yeah. yeah, I yeah. think we only she watched like half of the first season. season. I definitely watched the first season. I don't know if I went past that. It's so good. Oh, my God. Yeah, I mean, I, what's her I, name? I don't, I, she's cute adorable. as fuck. Yeah. Yeah, she is cute. We kind of have the same taste You might want to watch that show again. <laughs> all she did was drink Starbucks. <laughs> I might watch that too. That was out at a time period where I wasn't watching TV regularly. We did I good. was in uni. <laughs> I was a nanny. But they do have a new the, part of the reason we're doing the Dexter thing is the on show. January on, on November seventh mm-hmm. the new the new series yeah. kicks back off of Dexter. Oh my and god! Since I didn't did watch the last season, I'm excited one? to watch the next one. <laughs> Say that They're again. Everything back. Curb your enthusiasm. Oh. Well, I think I, I think that, that everybody yeah. was so pissed off at the way Dexter ended yeah. that they had to go back uh, and fix it. <laughs> well, can yeah, they do that with the 4400? The like, there's a whole bunch of TV shows. The 4400's coming back? No, I said, can they? Oh. Actually, <laughs> actually no, wait. No, I'm, and there that is another been show. Cool. Like the 4400, that's coming back out, actually. Not They're going to bring yeah. Supernatural back for another 15 seasons. <laughs> My son would be thrilled with would you guys do a show, uh, episode with like Batman versus Batman, like uh, probably not Keaton versus? Oh. Uh, we're, 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 we we're staying away. We're trying to stay news. away from. Well, no, we're trying to stay away from superheroes. Period. Oh yeah, okay. Batman because, is not a superhero. Well, there are so in, many universes. In the comic world, yeah. There are so many universes not- in the comic world. It's hard to pin everything down, and we don't know enough about comics to do that. So we're staying away from superheroes, uh, comic book characters for the most part. Uh, I mean, we did. But a discussion over who was the best Batman is absolutely re- relevant. That's just not a disputed but, thing. I think. Yeah, but that's, yeah, that's still, you're talking about who the best actor is in that yeah. case. So, I mean, I, and like I said yesterday that I think Robert Pattinson, <laughs> Robert Patton looks like a thumb with a cowl. Uh, <laughs> I saw that preview and he yeah. looks, he looks bad. Oh yeah. I'm not happy about that at all. Uh, this is why I don't watch previews. Anymore. Well, it's hard to hard to miss it when you're watching football game and they play the preview. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, that's why I don't watch football. Anywho's. <laughs> Another reason. Oh, all right. Should uh should we start talking about, you know, the episode or something? <laughs> <laughs> I'm really excited to be back. I know that when I'm not here somehow it is only like a you know short show so no, last last <laughs> week was forever. last week was plenty plenty long fantastic yeah. M- mj was feeling back to her fighting Good. weight Yay! <laughs> i love to hear that yeah last oh, week okay. i tried to listen i tried to listen in while y'all were recording and it, it like i think i was like a few seconds behind you guys but it was just enough that it was making me a little nutty so <laughs> <sighs> all right let me uh be able to eat it with my hair not in the way all right. All right. So this is the story of Lando Freeman, season three, episode 10 already. Wow. Okay. So we begin our story at the Freeman house. Robert opens the door to see the front yard is completely overgrown. Obviously upset, he pulls out his phone and makes a call. Ruckus answers. 
When Robert asks him why he hasn't been over to do his lawn, he tells him that it's because some white folks hired him and that even though they don't pay him as much, it's better to have white folks on your resume. I love that it was so very reckless. The, the, the thing that he said at the end was, I'll be there when the white folks don't need me. That is so like the epitome of everything that, that is Uncle Ruckus. I'll, I'll be there for you, friend, when the white folks don't want me first. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm. <laughs> so Robert walks up to the boys' room and is ranting about ruckus. He tells Huey to go put on some work clothes and cut the grass. When Huey asks why he always has to do it, Riley begins fake sneezing. Robert says that Riley has allergies, obviously. And after Granddad leaves the room, Riley starts giggling at Huey and says, you're just mad because you didn't think of it first, which is 100% true. Um, so Huey kicks him in the chest. <laughs> I, love, I love the outside reactions, outsized reactions in this one. <laughs> kicks him in the chest, throws a book at his face. <sighs> the doorbell rings as Robert is admonishing Hurry to Huey up. <laughs> admonishing Huey to hurry up. <laughs> Okay. He opens the front door and is greeted by a man who offers Robert a great deal on his landscaping services for cheap. Robert says that he's not interested, but Huey wants to hear about it. He tells him that he can offer better services than ruckus. Robert declines. The man tells him that because he wants to do his business, do business so badly that he's already put some work in. Robert runs out to see how immaculate everything looks. He and Huey are both completely surprised. I love the shrubbery art. Um, what kind of bird do you think that was? <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. Dean says a tit. Uh, so Robert invites him in and tells him how impressed he is with him. Robert pays him. Uh, he's so grateful that he invites Robert out to the strip club on him. Now, one thing I noticed about this scene that I just had to point out was that not only did Granddad give him cash when he was basically like, no, no, I don't, I don't actually need it. I just wanted the OJ. But he gave him the good OJ. Did y'all see mm. that? Yeah. Mm-mm. Right up front, he was like, I'm going to give you more money than you asked for, and here's the good OJ. So granddad was into him. <laughs> uh, so they're sitting down at the House of Cheeks, watching the dancers. Robert is so excited to be able to go to a strip club with someone. Uh, he asks the man for his name. He says that it's Lando. He tells Robert that Lando's what his mom said that his dad's name was, but that he never knew him. Robert says that he used to go by Lando back in Chicago in 1980. I remember this one girl. Her name was Marietta. Oh, she was hot. It was like I was doing it with the same caliber of women as Billy D himself. Moms was a big Billy D fan. In the day, we were going to see Jeff Hot right back. And at night, we had some serious no-hold-barred, tricky-dicky, bareback action. Woo! For real? You have to understand, this was in the day before AIDS. There was no consequence whatsoever. That's so funny. Moms used to say the same thing. It was just like, bang, 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 bang. Always wondering what happened to her. I guess I'll never know. Gone for good. I would never, ever in a million years know what happened to her. Oh, well. <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> so, so, so not right. right now. Like, what do you mean? <laughs> How do you not catch on to it? Oh, my like, God. So, yeah. So, watching that, like, I even turned to Dean and I was like, do you think Granddad, like, already suspects? Because the way he's talking is like, nope, no consequences whatsoever. Yeah. <laughs> it was in the 80s. Before they, like, no, no. Before no, AIDS. No. There was nothing else we had no. to worry about before AIDS. Yeah. More actually, yes. Also, in 1980, there already kind of was AIDS. 
Yes. Was absolutely out of well, yeah, that Most was definitely. because 76, it was, it was supposedly yeah. came to the U.S. in the yep. centennial. But yep. that's why the first well, Reagan didn't say the word down. AIDS until like 1986 or something well, like that. But he was an officer. I would say AIDS, even that AIDS was like going, going rampant in like 84. Mm-hmm. Like it was movie. big time. Yeah, I, I remember like it was shit anyway. Yeah. <laughs> they just didn't know who they were going to blame it on yet. They didn't know anything right. about it. Right. Well, no. And in the 80s, it was only being blamed on gay men. Gay men only exactly. gay men. Yeah. yeah. Because that's how it now. probably... Like, okay. For a quite a long period of time, I was semi-obsessed with it. Um, I don't know if you remember the, the movie or the book and the band played on. Oh, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And that's it was basically all about the start of the AIDS epidemic. And I probably read that book like 15 times when I was in high school. Um, That movie was something that to this day, like if I think of that stupid John Lennon's, John Lennon, uh, Elton John song, um, I start thinking about all of that. Um, And also, you know, the whole Ryan White thing was, I, I was just a little bit younger than he was. And, you know, I don't know. It was just, I had a friend who was hemophiliac and would every once in a while would talk about how um, they were pretty sure one day they would get it. Yeah. Like, and it was such a big thing. I yeah. Mean, yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm wondering if people really were contracting it through blood transfusions or if that was just the, yeah. you know, an easy out. No, no. There, there were children who were contracting it through yeah, blood yeah, transfusions. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Not, yeah. Other than children. I'm just saying if, you know, because it, you know. Did, there's no way to tell beyond that yeah yeah like the 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 whole problem with it though is the the way that it started um it was so easily transmissible only because of um unprotected sex it it wasn't that it was men having unprotected sex it was just Mm. there was more of a chance of transmission during unprotected anal sex because of injury that could possibly happen right yeah um, so when those same men were having sex with, with women, um, uh, they were also transmitting it, but it wasn't, women weren't getting, it wasn't being noticed as much. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. and like, I don't know, it's, it's, it's terrifying if you think about like, basically the media and the government was just like, this is this is gay men's disease. Like literally yeah. called it. What was it? It was grid. Grid. Gay, gay, re- gay related and uh, immuno deficiency. Immunodeficiency yeah. disease or something. Like yeah. That. Well, so. Just like just like we was only for black people and Mexican people, and it right. was going to make us you know jump out of the windows and right. It's whatever all of it comes down to the, they want to create. Yep. It all comes down to what the the rich white people think is happening, yeah. or who they can blame it on. And in this case, it it took almost a decade of it running rampant before anybody really did anything about it because it was seen as a gay man's disease and or, ju- or an alpha or you know a, a yeah, drug or a uh, junkie yeah a drug yeah. user inter- yeah. intravenous I mean, drug user. Let's, but when I don't magic know, came on. out, that is gay related immune like, deficiency. Yeah. yeah. So when magic came out, I feel like that's when it was like, oh wait, right when Ryan Ryan White. Uh, was one of the the big well no first Arthur so Arthur. let's see who was it Rock Hudson of I course that's Rock kind Hudson of what and, uh, outed him what's the other to be the other Liberace yeah, there you go um, I don't know why I was about to say Cleopatra I know his name yeah Cleopatra. well there's yes. there was quite a few and it was uh, like Freddie Mercury um, 
Like, Arthur Ashe. Arthur, Arthur Ashe, Ashe. Yeah, that was a big one. one. But again, all of those are gay men, or at least suspected gay men, or bisexual men. Um, and then it was there was a, a a rich woman, a rich white woman who got it. I can't remember her name. And because of her, the publicity around her, and she was so pissed off that because ba- she found out basically that there had been a test to detect it in blood, but nobody did anything about it because they thought it was a gay disease, so they didn't care yeah. about it. So then yeah. she got it. And she sued and and basically went public going, the government has known that this is here and it's not just gay men getting it. I am not a gay man. Neither is my husband. I got it from surgery. Yeah. Um, and then the Ryan White stuff when all, all of the people in his town tried to sue to get him kicked out of school because they were afraid that their kids would get AIDS by walking next to him. And yeah, I, mean, I hate to say it, but much like any, any other thing in our country, it doesn't become a problem until it starts affecting a certain yeah. uh, part of our society. Which um, I'm so guessing is did, probably why he brought it up that way. Yeah. 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 So it's, uh, it, um, yeah, it's, it's sad. It's interesting. But you also think about it and it's like, wow, we're sitting here talking about it now. And there's people that are living regular mm-hmm. lives, you know. Yeah. So. Oh, not only that. I, I don't know. Again, I, I have been paying a lot of attention to... Um, to vaccination stuff in the last year and a half, like a lot of people. But I don't know if you guys knew this, but what's really fucking cool about all of the COVID-19 research is it actually used, it, it, it piggybacked off of a lot of research that's been being done on an HIV vaccine yeah, for the last 20 something yeah. years. And now because of the breakthroughs of the, of the COVID-19, yeah. like they actually have, they're doing vaccine testing for HIV now. Like yeah. I have friends yeah. who are in clinical trials for this. And that's so like, like growing up. Makes sense most, because it's another virus. Right. You know right. what I'm saying? So it's now, now. But it was now something they couldn't crack until they had yeah. this money because of this massive plague and because of this influx of money and this, these breakthroughs, we might get to a point where HIV does not exist anymore. Yeah. And that's fucking amazing. Like that is something that's been happening for my entire life. Yeah. So I mean, and just to think that you know, it, we're not we're not that old. So just think that we may be able not. to eradicate something that was, you right. know, definitely something that start. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, and and kind of eradicating certain communities mm-hmm. now to be able to think and be like, that's not anything you have to worry about, you know, anymore. Right. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I mean, and hey, guys, guess what else could be gone? COVID. Yeah. Everybody starts getting their vaccine. That's a different. <sighs> we'll keep going. We'll yeah, keep I didn't going. realize Isaac Asimov died from it uh, because of, of transfusion um, during a heart procedure. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I, I was just reading that, that on WebMD. I okay. did not know that one. Uh, sci-fi writer. Oh. Um, yeah. I grew up reading a lot yeah. of his stuff. Yeah. All right. So back to her. Anyway, anyway, for, for the record, <laughs> uh, uh, most likely granddad uh, was aware that there was AIDS at the time, but it probably was just one of those whispered things that didn't affect him in his mind. Yeah. <laughs> Which totally makes sense. Okay. Um, so Lando finally tells Robert that he's really there because he thinks Robert is his real dad. Robert uh, thinks that this is a con and leaves the strip club, leaving Lando behind. <clears throat> Back at the house, Robert is sitting at the table looking dejected. Huey tries to console him, but he's not having it. He tells Huey that no one is allowed to watch Empire Strikes Back or Return of the, Return of the Jedi in this house ever again. 
Robert is driving in the neighborhood and sees Lando working on the Dubois yard. He jumps out of the car and starts yelling at Lando. Lando says that he's just doing work for the Dubois. Just then, Tom pulls up and tells Lando what a great job he's doing and that he's going to tell everyone about him. Robert asks Lando what his game is. My mother left the journal. She says she got pregnant by a man she loved very much whose nickname was Lando. And there was this. Man, I ain't come here to steal nothing from you, man. I just wanted to find my pops and tell him that I thank him for skeeting that life in the moms, man. <laughs> I just want to tell him I love him very much and I respect him for everything he did, man. I, I giggle every time. <laughs> I so want one of my boys to say that and be like, Dad, thank you for skeeting. <laughs> I, you were skeeting the life in the mom. Yeah, that's great. Like, I, you know, I want that at like their graduation party. Aww. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you should you should do that um, when yeah but you should do that when uh, um, like when one of the kids get married gets married. <laughs> I'm just gonna a toast to my son and a toast to my husband for skiing that into me. Yeah, <laughs> this life into me. Yeah, my uh, my son will probably be like because my oldest you know the song that he says he's gonna play at his wedding is um, let's get married. You know, yeah, getting no younger girl, we might as well do it. And I'm like, that's not. A good wedding song. No. Um, um, so yeah, he will probably She wouldn't let me play it at my wedding. <laughs> That's how vocal is that? We ain't getting no younger girl. We might as well do it. Like, like I wanted to come out to the reception to it. Yeah. Yeah. We would have been divorced before we got married. We didn't uh, I think my my favorite one so far that I've that I've seen live is uh let's call the whole thing off <laughs> as they were walking <laughs> down the aisle. <laughs> Uh, oh, we did uh, sign sealed delivered. Yeah. I like that one. Little Stevie Wonder. Yeah, that was good. That was good. Uh, Hubby was like, we are not allowed to do. It's our first dance. The Remember? black people Stevie Wonder song, wedding song. There was no ribbon in the sky. Uh, yeah. I don't remember what our first It was, was on our plate. Was that yeah, when it was like sang played. at the wedding. What was our first fucking dance? <laughs> Shit. Ours was If This World Were Mine. Very long song and dance, by the way. I actually found a, a CD the other day from our wedding that our DJ had met, made us. So I put it in a box somewhere. So once we move, I'll be able to tell you what our first dance song yeah. was. You might as well just go ahead no, and like, it was in a case, that. wasn't it? Just go ahead and frame it. Oh, that's that's what I'm going to do with our, like, we're never going to have a CD player. So I feel like we should just go ahead and frame it. Yeah. You, well, I actually, um, I am taking. Uh, I I gave most of my CDs away, funny enough, but I kept a bunch from my dad and Grace, and I'm going to use them actually as an art project. Um, oh, I yeah, I, I found a few things to experiment with, and if I can make it work, I think uh, they will be really good material for the thing I have in mind. Yay. So, so that's one way to recycle it, right? Yeah. Um, okay. Here yes, we go. I know. Okay, I'm back. Yeah. <laughs> uh, where was I? Um, so Robert re- re- the reiterates, excuse me, that he wants him gone. Robert pays a visit to Jin Rummy to ask him if he can get a ride, to ask him to get rid of Lando. Jin asks him if he's trying to kill him. Like, basically, I say kill him. Uh, Robert says he just wants him gone, not dead. Jin says that if he can't kill him, the best thing to do is to get a DNA test to prove he's not the father. Robert asks him where he can get one. Remy tells him that he knows a place where he can get it done for free. We are now on the stage of the Steve Wilco show. Uh, voiced Boy. by one of my favorite voice actors ever, ever. Uh, but 
John DiMaggio. Thank you, baby. I was thinking, I'm terrible with names. John DiMaggio, who also did Bender um, and Jake the Dog from Adventure Time. And oh, anyway. Okay. Um, so as Robert sits in his chair, Steve begins berating him. What kind of man doesn't bother to see his kid for 30 years? 30 fucking years! I didn't know. You know what I want to do? I want to beat the living shit out of you! I will not be easy on you! I fucking hate you! You make me want to... Before the show, you took a DNA test. And the results of the DNA test are Robert is back after these messages. <laughs> right? And I was watching it. I was like, wait, what happened? Like I was really watching the book. <laughs> uh, uh, so um obviously, uh um, just like in real life on those paternity shows, they they went to a commercial break. Um, finally, Steve reveals the results of the test. Robert is the father. Steve then berates Robert Moore for being a deadbeat uh, for being a deadbeat. Uh, while all this is going on, Lando is super excited, and it just the the one line that really cracked me up that I just wanted to say is he pointed at Robert and it's like I came out of that tube right there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like look at them nuts. Those I came out of those. Nuts. He was so excited about knowing uh, whose dick he came out of that yeah. I just I had to I had to point that. Out. <laughs> that was fun. So um, so Steve Wilco is berating Robert. Uh, Lando gets upset and punches Steve. And then back at the house, Robert is watching the Wilkos episode with the boys. I hate to say this, Granddad, but you did look like a pussy punk bitch. You should have stuck with your story. It was a DNA test. We'll study next time. (laughs) I like that. I like that. Thank you for leaving the smack in there. Uh, Uh, I think that was when he threw the book at him, right? Hits him with a book. Yeah. Um, Yeah, that was... Probably my favorite joke, actually, in the whole episode. (laughs) Study next time. Huey tries to console Granddad and tells him that he thinks Lando just wants a chance to get to know his dad. Riley, of course, thinks Granddad should should have just stuck to his story. Then Ruckus shows up with balloons to congratulate Robert on his new 198-pound baby boy, like in our opening clip. Then Tom shows up. You know, Robert, any boy can make a baby. But it takes a real man. Shut the fuck up. I'm sick of this shit. <laughs> Robert slams the door on both of them. I I <laughs> I find it really funny that uh um like the first one with with Ruckus, it, it's just it's obviously funny because he's like, yeah, another Negro in the world that you brought into the in, with the it's a boy thing. But the way that Tom reacted as if somehow granddad purposely got this woman pregnant and then left her like any boy can get a woman pregnant. <laughs> that, poor, that poor man, Tom, shut the fuck up. Uh, back over at gin rummies, Robert is looking for advice on what to do now. Rummy tells him that he can either work it out with Lando, which he does not recommend or kill him. Robert does not want him dead. Even though he's against it, he's, he brings a, uh, even though he's against it, Remy brings Lando in from working in his yard to talk to Robert, all the while holding a gun to the back of Lando's head. Look, man, I'm sorry about what happened on that show. I mean, I ain't know that nigga Steve Wilkos was a dick like that. Mm-hmm. I swear I don't need nothing from you, man, except a chance to be maybe a small part of your life, man. Just a small. Thank you, Remy, man. I appreciate you giving of yourself to help sort this thing out. 
Robert emphatically states that he wants to work things out. Yeah, boy. That's what I'm talking about. That's what I always... Man, look, man, I swear, man, once you get to know a nigga, you'll find I ain't even that fucked up. <laughs> I ain't even that fucked up. Good, good, good. That. Hey, Linz, I know there was something you wanted to say about this. Or at least the earlier one. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't think so. I mean, my theme with these clips, though, more so from the sun towards Robert is y'all is in, and I know I'm going to annoy a lot of people <laughs> with this opinion, but this is the way I was raised and having my dad was in my life, but I've said many times on this podcast, he was not a dad and he kind of showed back up in my life when he sobered up and kind of kicked the pipe. But like my mom raised me to be like, yo, listen, I don't care if you grow up and I disapprove of how you choose to live your life. You need to tell me to fuck off. And that's sort of like why I kind of always, ooh, I don't want to be unempathetic, but when people kind of my age in their 30s and stuff are talking about their dad issues, and I understand oh. dad issues are real. Oh. Yeah, but it, I kind oh. of, Get I can't. Over it. Yes, sad, I'm sorry. I don't mean yeah. to be insensitive, but that is what it is. Okay, like you got to let that shit Go like, yeah, your DNA is important. Yes, your family does color aspects of you to an extent, but that shit does not define you unless you let that shit define you. So, like, to me, it's just strange to kind of like approach this nigga, which I know we kind of will get to this later on, but you're going to approach this dude like, oh, I'll be such a good son. I'm not even that fun. It's like groveling, mm-hmm. love me, love me, love me. Y'all, if my dad didn't make the effort to be in my life as an adult. And he did make the effort to be in all of my siblings' lives as well. My siblings just were like, nah, dude, we're good. You know, Mm -hmm. we made it through without you. Uh, But if he didn't make that effort, he could have eaten several dicks. I wouldn't have given a fuck, you know? But I mean, that's me. I'm not trying to shame you guys who it matters to. No, I'm the same way. I mean, my father and I don't have the best relationship at all. And Mm -hmm. I got to the point of saying, you know, that's for him to have to deal with. You know, and I don't want to be like morbid, but when he, you know, was on his last last, that's for him to have to like reconcile with. It's not, you know, for me to. Um, Absolutely. And I also feel like, you know, I was telling somebody the other day, I've extended the olive branch and I just feel like at some point in time, it's still a, a parent-child relationship or dynamic. So even though I'm hella grown, I would think that the parent has some responsibility to, yes. you mm-hmm. know, to try to extend good. But then again, but, you know, they're just human beings. So you can't, Help them, you know, for doing what's innate to them. You know, my dad's hella old. I don't expect him to change right now. Like he's hella old. I mean, not hella, old, but hella old. Too old to be trying to change it. Um, or feeling like he needs to, you know. So it's, it's that's when it becomes your decision to either let it define you or for you to not and for you to live the best life that you, that you can. I can um, I can understand that. Um, I can also, from the point of view of a sibling who found a sibling as an adult. Um, my my mom's first child was taken away from her without her consent and adopted out because that's the way things were done back then with unmarried that. women. Um, yeah. And so, like my my mom, my sister found us basically through social media. Um, between social media and tracking down a nurse that actually remembered that that interaction somehow 50 something fucking years ago. I know it was crazy the way that it all worked out, but, um, 
you know, for Cheryl, she was very happy with the family that raised her. That is her mom and dad. She loves them mm-hmm. very much. She lives near them now and they love uh, their grandchild and their great grandchild. But she's also really excited to have her birth mom and to have my mom know her her child and yeah. grandchild yeah. and to know me and my family and to have known Grace. And so, like, for her, it was a privilege of, like, she's probably never going to find her birth dad. It was a, a fling when my mom was 17 and she's in her 70s. So most likely this this man is not out there somewhere. You know, we're not going to find him. Yeah. Um, And that's not something that, like, breaks her heart or anything, but it's like one of those things that she always wonders, you know? Yeah. And I, and I don't blame that at all. Her. Like like you said, she lived a very, you know, full life and loved yeah. her family and, and all that. She I had a family. For, we didn't complete her. We just yeah, were a puzzle piece to her past that yeah. she didn't so somebody know. Somebody like Lando, you know, he didn't have either his didn't mother have, anymore. Yeah. Right. So I get, I, I, you know, I get that. Um, and I think that. And also once, the exploitation like, of. The yeah. And I think once you get to a certain age as a man, like you want that kind of relationship where you can you know, maybe go and run your situation or, you know, talk. Or you want to be better than what you have. Yeah. Uh, Robert brings Lando back to the house and invites him to live there. Puts him in the same room with Huey and Riley uh, and basically with a cot in between the boys' beds. Uh, Riley lays down the law right away, basically letting him know that he's still the third because Riley was the number two. He doesn't get to, like, just because he's older doesn't mean that he gets to have more, you know, seniority. uh, One of the things that, um, like, Lando was basically talking about how excited he was for all of this. And one of the things that Huey said really kind of stuck with me. I didn't get it as a quote, but it was, uh, I've been part of this family my whole life and it's an overrated experience. (laughs) That's so perfectly Huey right there. He's like, no, it's not that exciting. Can you please just not? Right. He's just always so done. Right. Like, oh. You know, it is what it is. I'm here for the time being. Yep. Yep. Uh, So that night, sleeping between the boys' beds, Lando is sound asleep, snoring loudly. The boys try to drown out the noise as best they can. The next morning, Robert and the boys are at the breakfast table when Lando walks down to the kitchen with an extreme case of morning wood. They're all disgusted and leave the table. Which, by the way, holy crap. (laughs) I mean, that was like, woof. Like I expected I, Grandpa to be like, yeah, that's my son or something like that. But, no, I really, actually was no. kind of surprised that they didn't do one of those kind of like... <laughs> yeah, bang, 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 bang. Right, because that was how they had... Yeah, anyway. Yeah. Uh, um, so later, uh, Lando and Riley are playing basketball. Lando's talking smack, runs over Riley on his way to attempt a slam dunk, uh, which he misses. Riley, upset, tells Lando that, bas- that it's basketball, not football. They then get into a fight where they break through the window in, in the front room of the house. Riley asks Huey for help, but Huey stays out of it. Riley bites Lando, forcing him to release him. Then he jumps off the couch and slams Lando to the floor and pins him there. So Riley finally won a, won a fight on his own. No help. <laughs> I think that was the first one, right? Yeah. Dean says yes. I think he let him. <laughs> As the big little brother. Right. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> Uh, Robert and the boys are sitting in the living room when Granddad states that they all seem cramped in the one bedroom and he's thinking of giving Lando his own room. Riley is immediately upset because Lando already gets to drink and smoke. (laughs) With smoke with cigarettes. Uh, Just then, Lando walks in and asks what's going on. Granddad tells him that he's going to have to make some changes and that he's no longer allowed to smoke or drink at the house because it sets a bad example for the boys. 
Lando flips out and has a tantrum, runs off, and then comes right back to apologize, telling Robert that he didn't mean any of it, and he definitely needs the tough love. Uh, says he's going to take himself upstairs and get ready for an ass whooping. <laughs> Lando and Riley are back playing basketball again. Lando leaps to slam dunk over Riley, knocking him over. He immediately starts smack talking Riley. Ha! Game, bitch. Who's the number two nigga now, nigga? Nigga, you seven feet tall bragging about beating a little kid. Your game is garbage and you cheat. That's how it's a fair match, nigga. I'm seven feet garbage and you three feet nice. Aight, <laughs> that's true. New game, nigga. How to get on Riley's side 101. Right there. Yeah. I'm a smack talk you. Oh no, man. I'm just smack talking you because you're awesome. <laughs> and, and like he, that's the only person that he may be able to play some Right? Yeah. Uh, And I love that one too because literally Riley's like, ah, you suck. You're seven feet tall and you can't even play. And dude's like, Mm -hmm. yeah, but you're three feet and you're awesome. So it's an even match. And just Riley's just like, ah, yeah, cool, cool. New game. I like that. I like that. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I'm cool with that. Yeah, that's it. (laughs) Okay. And they're like right there um, later when Riley uh, laments about uh, bonding time. Like that was the bonding moment right there for Riley. Dude said that he was a good basketball player. Okay, okay, we could be friends. <laughs> so, as Ruckus is driving through the neighborhood, he sees all of the well-manicured lawns with landscapes by Lando signs on them. The more he drives, the more upset he gets. Finally, he sees Lando outside the Freeman house doing some yard work. He gets out to confront Lando, but Lando isn't having any of it and tells Ruckus that it's a free market. Robert then walks out and gives Ruckus grief for not keeping his appointments. Ruckus tries to fight with Lando, but Robert jumps in between them, telling Ruckus that he brought it upon himself and that he fully supports Lando. Lando is very happy. Uh, One of the things that he says after Ruckus kind of runs away is, first time in my life, I know the meaning of family. To him, somebody supporting him and, and kind of like sticking up for him finally means family to him. Uh, Lando comes downstairs to hang out with Huey. He's so happy to have his beautiful black family. He tries to convince Huey that he's, that he's smiling on the inside, but Huey has no reaction. Robert calls the family to get ready for dinner. Lando and the boys are watching the Steve Wilkos show, much to granddad's displeasure. As they watch, they see that another man is told that he's the father of the baby, of a baby. The man, Hakim, is a very dark black man, and the woman and her baby are very pale white, blonde hair, and blue eyes. The credits for the show start to run and Huey and Lando pause it. In the credits are a disclaimer that the show reserves the right to falsify the results of a DNA test and that if guests want to get the real DNA test, they can request it from the show. Huey calls them and finds out that Robert is not Lando's father. Slow down, playboy. You don't have to say nothing, really. Huey, Riley, what can I say, man? Nigga really appreciate y'all for opening up your home to you know what I'm talking about? But if we ain't family, what we doing this for? I mean, I ain't got to be sharing no room with two little boys. You know, I ain't on no king of pop shit. You know what I'm talking about? I'll just beat it. That was kind of a heartbreaking thing because it's like, he's like, oh, oh, okay. I was wrong. Okay. Well, um, I'm going to, I'm going to be cool. Like he's totally putting on that, like the air of everything's fine. Everything's cool. Yeah. I feel like it just goes right back into what I was talking about before about how this shit does not 
justify mm-hmm. you, y'all. I'm sorry. I know some of my family thinks I'm a cold motherfucker, <laughs> but blood is blood. And I'm close to most of my family. Like we did grow up together. Like I, they call, I'm there. But listen, my family is also huge. I think I have like 40 something cousins <laughs> in California. I just moved here. I I don't know you. I don't know these people. I, I was gonna say I don't know these niggas, but they are all different all right. races, ethnicities. I don't know these people. I just see them on Ancestry. But it, like, how is it that okay? You just had that whole scene with Ruckus, and like, you know, oh, Robert had his back, Lando's back, and you know, oh my God, like that's family and this and that. Oh, we're not related. Ah, fuck this noise. Right. That's how fake and pretentious this whole fucking bullshit is. Family can fuck you over and non-family can fuck you over. And family can have your back and non-family can have your back. So a bunch of bullshit. I 100% agree with you on that. Um, I think that I might have had a different point of view at the time that this episode came out. But like where I am in my life right now, um, my, my people, my family are not necessarily related to me by blood. Like, mm. I still have my mom and that's amazing and I love it. But most of the people that I consider the closest to me are not related by blood, but I still call them my people and my family. Yeah. Um, but I think like, say, 10, 15 years ago, I might have felt a little differently about that, even though I was um, a lot less settled in my relationship with my dad and the past that we had. I had a lot harder time communicating with my mother and we barely talked and... Like, I still probably would have had a different definition about it. Like, you too. I'm I'm looking at Dean and saying you too, because right now, you know, he's having to deal with the repercussions of choosing his mental health over. I've cut off my parents, both of them, even though they're not, they're not together. So fuck them. But (laughs) yeah. So, so he's processing all the emotions around that, but also being very strong in knowing that the people who do care about him and who do support him are all around him, just not related by blood. So, yeah, that's what you have to do. I mean, unfortunately, family, you know, it, it can be very um, toxic. And mm-hmm. it's because they think that they're allowed to because you yep. have blood. Um, exactly that, right you know, there. That, 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 I don't know. I don't know what. I don't know what book you guys read or whatever. Like <laughs> that's not. That, that doesn't make any sense. You know, don't tell me as I'm growing up to not allow people to, you know, take my energy or you know allow me to you know slip out a kick or whatever it may be. But then you're the main one that does it. You know, so I um I can definitely relate to that. I mean, I, especially over the time of being with hubby and how all of you know our friends from college and stuff mean a lot to me mm-hmm. and. Um, you know, and I think it's because they, you know, I, I met them and they came around at a time when I was really, you know, still kind of developing or starting to develop who I was um, and learning that people appreciated and took me for who I was, you know, flaws and everything else. Mm-hmm. The um, niggas I. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah, so I, you know, that's, that's why to me, and that's why they were, you know, talking all that shit last week. I'm like, well, I'll be that. Okay, I'll be that hater if you guys say it, but that's because I love you guys and I don't want, you know, I don't want to see anything bad happen to you. So it's, uh, it's, it's polarizing. And as we get older, it becomes more and more prevalent, I feel. That's just where we have to then take the reins to be like, you know what, I'm okay with whatever decision I'm making because it's best for me. Yeah. And there's also kind of this 
at least in in the experiences that we're having here, there is a difference between a uh, toxic family that is trying to work on it and toxic family that doesn't see their own toxicity. Um, like in the case of of uh, you know Dean's family, they don't know what or they don't quote unquote know what they did wrong. Um, and but yet they're not even attempting to reach out. They just will yeah. tell other people how disappointed they are that. Dean is not doing anything to fix anything, but they're not doing anything at all. Yeah. So, and he was the one that tried for years to continue having a relationship with them. Yeah, that's what I was saying. I, I so we live with them there, and it just becomes exhausting. Yeah. Um, and it's not fair to the life that you've created for yourself and the one that you're currently in. Yeah. Um, and my know, dad and I were like that until he made a conscious decision to work on the relationship between us, mm-hmm. and we were working on it, and it was good yeah. because we were both working on it. And we yeah. were both meeting in the middle instead of, you know, digging in heels somehow over some perceived notion of having to have a relationship. I mean, it didn't tear down just by one party, you know, right. so it should be it should be an effort by all involved. Like I tell my boys, don't let me be like that. I don't know what it is about yeah. when they get older that it's just like they don't feel like they have to try anymore. You know, yeah. or that it's not on them; it's on everybody else. And it's like, uh, what's the what's the common denominator? You know, yeah. you. Um, so then maybe it's not me. You know, so it's just it. Yeah, it becomes your responsibility to um, take control over your own well being. You know, and that's you know that's what happens sometimes. Is sometimes people gotta go. <sighs> yeah. Yeah, so that the right after that that clip was when um, Riley was, you know, did we do all that bonding for nothing? And um, honestly, I think Granddad was about to like say, no, you know, I still, you know, feel, you say, yeah, yeah. But because of Lando's uh, reaction to that, it kind of was just like, oh, oh, okay, he's he's just leaving. He's leaving now. Yeah. Okay, bye. I wasn't, you know, I wasn't attached anyway. I gave, I gave it a try. Like I said, right, um, right. Like, like I think low key disappointed, sad. but also overt. Like, like no, I mean, I mean, oh, oh, oh okay, yeah, yeah. So he um, didn't show any emotions, but I think Riley was really like, oh man, yeah. Riley, I think, like I said, with that last basketball game, he was like, oh man, I was actually like, I actually liked him. Yeah, I mean, so, he was a brother that was like him because him yeah. and Huey are opposite. So right. This it one was when he could understand hustled and stuff like that. Yep. They could they could be uh they could be more peer like than Riley and Huey could. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so as he's walking out, Lando tells Robert and the boys that he was really happy to have the chance to know them. After Lando's gone, a car pulls up, door opens, and out steps Billy D. Williams. He says that Lando is actually his son and he was hoping to find him. They point him in the direction that Lando went and he heads out. Riley ends up, ends the show talking about how cool it would be to be related to Billy D. Williams because he's way cooler than Granddad. You Granddad. <laughs> and that is the end of this episode. So, anything else in there that uh, didn't get mentioned? Um, I, I mean, I had one little tiny one. Well, not tiny, but like when Ruckus was, was starting the fight with Lando um, and he was talking about the, the wavy-haired jigaboo that put his paws on Princess Leia. <laughs> I, I, I think that was just, it, again, every time Ruckus is on, 
on the screen, you are like shocked at what comes out of his mouth, but also like, oh yeah, I can totally. Yeah, that's rock. <laughs> Uh, for the course with him, yeah. But yeah, that's the last. That's all I have. Anybody got anything else? All right, I think we're good. So uh, I think we're ready for uh, our next question. Welcome to Stupid White People Questions. You mean I'm going to stay this color? <laughs> Good evening. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> real quick, before before I, I get into this, um, I, I did want to say that the uh, this was the first, uh, trivia-wise, this is the, the only episode in which Jin Remy appears without Ed, Ed the Third. Mm. Um. And uh, apparently the, the uh, La- voice of Lando is played by Slink Johnson, who's also the voice of Lamar Davis in, oh. in uh, Grand, Theft, Grand Theft Auto Five. Uh, so there you go. Black Jesus. So yeah, Bill, and Billy D. Williams was himself in the yes. show. Um, yeah, and then uh, yes, uh, Steve Wilkos by John DiMaggio, who was Jake the Dog. He was the uh, the commander in the Halo uh, series. Um, oh. I think it's. I, think, I just tell people Bender. Something like Most that. people and, and know Bender. Bender from Futurama. Yeah. Bender, yeah. Ah. Oh, okay. So. Yeah, that guy. Really cool Look. guy in real Bag life. my shiny metal ass. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, so, uh, and I'm sure you've all heard this before, because I know <laughs> I've heard it a bunch. Um, why, why are there so many absent black fathers? Okay, so easy answer. You put them in prison for marijuana. That part. That's one of the reasons. <laughs> that's that's a big uh, reason. Yeah. It's not the only reason, I mean, but, but it's the big it's reason. It's all relative because you can say that there is a huge um, you know, absentee father percentage in Latin households. Mm-hmm. Um, you could say the same thing in any I mean any household. Any let's, household. Let's be um and even more so, that's a stereotype that is old and made. I don't right? think that's now because I know a lot of kids yeah. that are active not only in their life, but they're still with this, their mom or whatever. This, the, CD, the CDC put out a study uh, a, a couple of years back um, that showed that that's false. I mean, at least mm-hmm. at this point in time, uh, that and and it's and and, ju- and I think the the confusion comes from not being married. Mm-hmm. does not mean that you're not part of your children's lives. And actually that black fathers are 70% of black fathers are in their children's life. Where, uh, whereas white fathers at 60%. Mm-hmm. So the reality is that white fathers are more absent than black fathers. Amazing. Amazing. How I mean, I mean, granted, time that they're not around their children. Yeah. That's what it is. Granted, this was from the CDC, and I know a lot of people, in quote, pe- people, <laughs> uh, don't believe the CDC, but yeah. uh, fuck those people. Right. Yeah, and I, I I, think a lot of it is, again, you know, the stereotypes really did start when mass incarceration started, and that is a big reason why there is a, a deficit of um, entire generation of black men, uh, because... You know, that's what they did to him. But yeah. also, 
you know, you you keep in you you have to think like, for example, I, I know I keep using my own family as an example, but like Dean wasn't with his ex, but was very much in his kid's life. But he didn't live there. So does some kind of census information say, well, he didn't live there, so therefore he's not part of his life? Or are they judging it on actual like involvement? Because how would they fucking know? Like I mean, well, just like Trump says, black people walk to the store every day and get shot at. So <laughs> Yeah, you know, it's just this whole idea. It's just this narrative. And what's so sad is that, you know, certain parts of America, because they don't have access to reality or the truth, they believe it. You know, Um, I think what you said earlier has a lot to do with also trying to do better than what your parents came before you and that uh, high incarceration time and the crack epidemic. That would be the generation. For me, so I feel like there's a lot of black men that are more like me, where it's more of a conscious effort to be involved and, and to, you know, work and not necessarily work out with the mom, but work out a situation where you can still be involved in your yeah. kid's life. Yeah, yeah, because I, I, there were so many fathers that weren't there for whatever. The reason. Yeah, and, and and a lot of this, uh, and I think th- th- this really stemmed from Bill Cosby. Mm, yeah. he's, he's the one oh, yeah. who was oh, touting yeah. that shit back in the in the mid 90s i think it was uh that he was going on stage and talking talking that shit and it, it was just all false and, and even even if you know uh, if, if you think about it this way also with the incarceration rates being what they are for black folks imagine how much more than that 70 <laughs> percent it would be yeah, so yeah. and 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 for and studies since the cdc study has shown that it's increased so there's that there is an entire generation of people who are hearing those stereotypes and saying fuck you this is me yeah and this is what life is like now and you can keep that bullshit over there where you think it is because i mean they're still using fucking words like welfare queens and shit like that yeah. that shit is so fucking old and they can't get over it because if they get over it, they have to admit that times are changing and yeah. that ideas are changing and social mores are changing. And it's, ugh, yeah. I and Definitely, ugh. I think the, you know, the um, being more acceptance over, um, you know, interracial relationships definitely helps mm-hmm. that as well. Because yes. that's probably where you saw more of it, you know, more of it. Um, you know, your daughter came home and told you she was pregnant by the black football mm-hmm. player or, you know, the quarterback and, you know, and, didn't work out because the parents were assholes to him or whatever else. You know what I'm saying? There's so many things that go into it. It's not just simply cut and dry that black fathers are like, oh, I squirted my seed or sprayed my seed in. Now I'm <laughs> skeeted. Skeeted. Now I'm good. <laughs> That's yeah. it. Yeah. Skeeted that. Skeeted life into him. Yeah. <laughs> uh, like two days ago, I had to spend my whole prep period uh, talking to a student. Was having some some real bad thoughts of doodling himself. Um, but I'm just saying that to say that if you are a dad that's not in your kid's life or you go back and forth, no matter what your race is, uh, you should really try to change that because the option of trying to let the environment raise a man mm-hmm. instead of you raising a man, uh, the outcome is not good. And the thoughts that's going through these kids' heads nowadays, not good. And the access that they have to uh, yeah. weed and other drugs that just, when your brain is still developing, it doesn't help you uh, get necessarily clear thoughts. 
I was having a very serious conversation for like an hour and that, and it was all because the dude's dad just popped up out of nowhere because he had uh-huh. just caught a felony the night before, and it's like, Lou, why don't you stay around? And I just bounced back and forth, and this part at least would be happy. I've had a few of those conversations. Those individuals not knowing who they are and what their purpose is. Mm-hmm. So you can't turn around and be, um, you know, be an example and be a father or, or a parent to somebody when you're not even sure about what you're doing in life. So that goes back to what Lindsay said. Be accountable. Like want to want to have better for yourself. Want to figure out why you do the way that, you know, why you do the things that the way that you do. Um, you know, it's, it's, yeah, it's, I feel like it's simple. But of course, we know that life isn't that simple. Yeah. But when you put the effort into it, it can be. You know, so it'd be yeah. easier. And you know, you know so. what it what it comes down to really um, is people's perceptions of other people, and using those perceptions to try and govern each other without yeah. actually like knowing under the underlying like it, it's it it's the same with like policing and with with almost anything like. If you don't actually know what goes into what's wrong, you can't fix it by doing something mm-hmm. on top of it. So, yeah. like, you've got a, a kid who gets a girl pregnant and then leaves because they are not ready to be a parent. Yeah. This, this girl still has to, you know, grow up one way or another, yeah. whether she's making the choice to, to get rid of the baby, making the choice to have the baby and give it away, or to raise the baby— she has to grow up in that moment, whereas yeah. the male partner, the uh, uh, sperm provider, doesn't have yeah. to do that. So, yeah, because you don't have that connection, whether they want right. to or not. You know, right. especially if you're a minor and you have, you know, the dissension between the parents and this and that, and then the parents being stressed out, like, okay, well, now I have to raise another child, and so all that kind of plays into it. Um, and then that child the grows that, up with that that yeah. feeling of yeah. well they were a piece of shit or yeah. they weren't good enough or something we, i did I, I was the reason why you know and yeah. those internalized things will go on and on and circle and circle and it, i had you know very similar to um your hubby i had a student uh who now is has a, a a pretty decent relationship with dad and and it's getting better every day but like in the time when i was his teacher for the 3 years that i was his teacher we started with there being a protection order against this this dad and we ended with he would go and visit dad every other weekend and come back suicidal and you know so but now we've you know now we have progressed to a point where he actually spends time with his dad and and things are happy which is great but that's because dad had to put fucking effort into it and mom had to put fucking effort into it and they had to work together to put effort into it like this it's yeah it's there are so many things that go into it you having somebody in your life that will hold you accountable and tell you like look listen up this is why shit's so fucked up and there's not i don't think there's enough people um that will do that you know for example i know that like any uh, like hubby's frat brothers and stuff. Like they've definitely taken time. Like I'm older than most of them. And they, sometimes they talk to me like I'm their little sister, <laughs> you know, but it comes from love. So when it, when it can be, you know, delivered in a way where it's like, look, let's, let's work this out together. But also holding somebody accountable. It, that just, that works. That does wonders. Um, yeah. You know, when somebody is, uh, you know, like when you have an addict and what's that called? The, you know what I'm talking about. 
Yes. When they have the person that makes excuses for them or like by oh, enabler. Enabler. Yes. Yep. So instead of people being an enabler or people just not caring enough because it's not their kid, it's not their issue. Mm-hmm. Um, which goes back to people being communal and caring about each other, which we know it's not a common thing anymore. So we were we were somewhere recently we heard a saying and, and we were like, that makes a lot of sense and not enough people do it. It wasn't in this context. I think it was more in terms of somebody like trying to pick up somebody they shouldn't have picked up. But anyway, it was friends tell friends no. It's like sometimes mm-hmm. you gotta you gotta tell like no, you're wrong for doing that. No, you shouldn't have did that. I got your back. I I, I still love you, but yep. your kid needs you right now. Real friends will you tell know. you when you're being an asshole. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I count on that shit. Because I, I know mean, I'm an asshole not, more than I get called out. <laughs> yeah, don't call yourself my friend if you can't. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not the big bad wolf. Like, I feel like you should be able to be like, look, you're fucking up right now. Or I'm worried about you. Or, you know, just something. Um, if not, then don't call yourself their friend or acquaintance or anything like that. Because you're just another person. Yeah. Might as well just walk by them. Yep. All right. All right. Well, on that note, uh, I would like to um, shout out to uh, give send a shout out to Demond because he saves my ass every time I want to take a day off. Um, and, you know, he's awesome. And, woo, right. Yes. Thank you. Um, and I really appreciate you guys, uh, you know, putting up with the fact that I haven't been here in a couple of weeks and then I come in here and I just talk your ass off forever. And <sighs> I missed you. Oh. Wait, one thing before we go. Yes. I almost forgot. almost forgot. So I have been tracking um, my podcast. And um, I just found out that I was, my podcast was number 148 in the country. Ooh. Um, on the Apple, um, the Apple charts. Fuck yeah. Um, so Overall I, or in a particular category? Um, it was in um, entertainment. Right on. And self, uh, self-love. Self-help and wellness. Very cool. Um, nice. Health and wellness. But I also added a boondocks. And I got an email today. Hold on one sec. Letting, letting you guys know where we are. One second. I have way too many emails. What are you tracking it on? Um, pod. Hold on. Sorry, right now. Contacts is where I'm following it. So we are number 144 in Italy in after shows. That's awesome. Number 34 in Nigeria for after shows. Number 135 in the Netherlands. <laughs> number 17 in Tanzania. I love I love um, all of the African countries. All of my African listeners, please reach out to us on social media. I want to hear about your lives and, uh, the, and what what resonates with you. The, the bulk of the bulk of our followers on our Facebook, on Facebook are, yeah. are from Africa. Yeah, yeah. well, seven, number seventy four in Africa in South. Africa. That is so cool. So it comes out every day. So this was the what I got. Um, well, whenever you break within the top two hundred. Yeah, I, I've, below the 200, then they, they'll um, 
send you the information. Yeah, I, fo- I follow Unchartable. Unchartable, we are uh, number 138 in the Netherlands. Uh, number, number, yeah, I, I show this one is uh, 70. Current, this is current. I'm looking at Chartable. Uh, 73 in South Africa, 238 in Denmark. So. <laughs> Hello, Denmark. <laughs> how to go, folks. Then. But yeah, I saw that. I was like, oh my gosh, I got to share it with them. So. Yeah, I, was with- say, I wonder how close uh, numbers our our global our global reach for all on, over all podcasts were eight thousand sixty six, which is I mean considering that there's I want to say that there's there well I want to say there's like five hundred thousand ish act uh, podcasts that are active uh, in the U S fifty nine seventy one. I was I got the email saying I was one forty eight and almost like shit myself. I was like, what? Oh, <laughs> that's awesome. because when you realize how many podcasts are mm-hmm. out there, I was like, oh. So, shout out to all of us. So, just have to share. Yeah, you, I like uh, Letterkenny. I like that Letterkenny is so is so big that we haven't put out an episode <laughs> in so long, and we're still. Uh, yeah, like, I mean, and, we haven't put it out in like a year. It feels yeah. like. <laughs> uh, well, we're not. We're, not we're out of right, we're right. out of we're out of ranking in the U.S. But in Great Britain, we're one ninety four, <laughs> Canada one eighty two, and New Zealand one thirty. I'm not surprised about the Canada one because yeah. the, it's more and more people. It's like steamrolling. I'm I'm a little surprised about the U.S., but I'm I've been noticing on like produce stand watching their stuff. Mm-hmm. It seems like they have mostly Canadian people that are starting to like steamroll on them. Yeah. So that would be my assumption with us too. Yeah. It's becoming more of a thing across the both both countries. Now just waiting for disputed to take off. <laughs> <sighs> uh, Lynn, yes, Lynn, you got anything you want to shout out? I don't. Great. Anything else there, uh, MJ? I don't believe. If I don't remember, I'll just add it onto the list. But by the way, uh, I, uh, Mox, Moxie, I believe probably what she, uh, I think what she's wanting to do with you, <laughs> as far as because I I know that you guys have been trying to get connected. I think mm-hmm. what she's looking for is she is a voiceover person yeah uh, and she's that, really yeah. good at it uh <laughs> as and, and and as far as she's really trying to like get into uh medical metal medical jargon and things like that because oh, she's, okay. re- she's really really good at it and i mean and i know cannabis has some weird words mm-hmm. that are in there and she's just really good at doing them and so, so she's she's yeah. really interested in getting uh get trying to get you know, in, involved in, you know, doing voice work, whether it's, you know, commercials yeah, or whatever. That's what I, I didn't want to assume I, yeah, I, yeah. I, you know, I hit her back and I was like, in what capacity? I, but I think that's what, that's immediately what I was thinking is, you know, helping maybe content creators, um, yeah. you know, and doing their voiceovers, a lot of cultivators and things like that. Like they don't think with that side of their brain, they're not yeah. you know, creative in that way. Um, and a lot of them could probably, you know, increase their brand awareness if they did, you know, utilize it a little better. So, yeah. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm, you know, we can, we definitely. Yeah. I, I hit her back. So Boxy's we'll, an I'll interesting person. I mean, she's a for- Yeah, former burlesque dancer uh, has oh. done a TED talk uh, as an author. Uh, <laughs> so she's a very interesting person. Uh, we had a, we we interviewed her on Podscure uh, about a month ago now, I think, and she was yeah, she was a lot of fun. Well, yeah. I mean, I'm looking for somebody that's uh, as for a guest, so. Oh, yeah. um, from other podcasts, so you may just help me out. <laughs> right on. Yeah, she's lots of fun. Yeah, you should go check out our uh, our, our Podskier episode that we did with her. Hopefully. All right. Well, 
All right. Happy Halloween. Yeah, yeah. I know this episode will come out after Halloween comes out, but you know, blessings. Happy uh, All Saints Day. Mm-hmm. It'll be, that's when it'll be out. El Dia de los Muertos. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that. That, that. All right. Feliz Dia de, Feliz Dia de los Muertos. <laughs> oh, I used to be able to say it so much more fluently. Feliz Dia de los Muertos. Birthday of winter, too, isn't it? Not yet. No. That's December. Uh, yeah, oh, okay. December. Uh, yeah, the solstice is around the 20, 21st, yeah. something like that. So it's fall. Yes, it is autumn officially. Yeah. And time change. Doesn't time change happen usually around Halloween? Uh, I think it does Maybe happen. That's probably what you're thinking. Like, yeah. I only remember because working in bars for like most of my 20s, uh, how, you know, on the time change, Jays, yeah. we would have to argue with people about what time it was. Well, we work at the bank and we work in the call center. So please Mm. believe. We'd be like, oh, time to go. And then people would be calling in. I got another hour of the time change. And we're like, (laughs) no. Shit. Oh, uh, I hated those days. Yeah. Unblock my card. And we're like, God damn. (laughs) So yeah, that kind of shit. All right. I hope everybody has a fantastic week and we will talk to you soon. Bye. Love ya. Don't take this the wrong way, bud. I need you to get the hell up out of here. Hey, thanks for joining us again as we make our way through the trials and tribulations of the Freeman family. We hope to see you back again next time for lovely Ebony Brown. Want to know where to find us on the social medias or where to subscribe to the podcast? Just head right over to www.theboondockspod.com slash links. Have a stupid white people question you want to leave us? Email us at host at theboondockspod.com or leave us a voicemail at 760-933-8636. That's 760-WE-3-UNDO. Shout out to the artists who've created our intro and outro tunes. Our intro is hashtag make a change by K-I-R-K. You can find them on Spotify, iTunes, and Tidal. Our outro is Good Times by Audiovinger. You can find them on freemusicarchive.org and YouTube.